Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. We've got a nice little episode of uh, Turn Up the News. Hopefully everyone is enjoying this little sub-series and um, is at least learning something or staying informed as much as they can. Um, I made that new logo for the podcast for a reason. I mean, we always have to stay awake out here. If you're a free spirit in this world, and I'll preface this more often than not, you know, you have to keep your head on the swivel because... You never know what's going to happen, especially now more than ever. But we have a loaded um, sheet here, if you will. Um, I don't know where to begin. There's just so much more that keeps piling on and shit that I can't even get to. That's the crazy part about it all. Um, I guess we'll start off with a little bit of lighter news. Um, the Elon versus Zuck, uh, Zuckerberg fight. Um, apparently Elon Musk... Might require surgery in his upper body, neck area. Um, but I'm hearing about the setup for this fight. It's going to be streaming on X, and the proceeds will be given to charities for veterans, which, if that's the case, then I really support that. Um, either way, I don't know if this is going to happen. Caden and I talked about this off mic, obviously, and he was like, you know, these mega fights typically never happen, and this is a mega fight for sure. So let's hope and keep our eyes out that this actually does occur, because um, I just think it would be so so perfect for what's going on in the world right now. I don't know who would win. Caden's um, pretty sure that Zuckerberg will win that if that does take place, but I, I'm, on the, I'm on the hand of like, yo, if Elon lands one right hook, then it's over, right? I mean, he's, he's, pretty, he's a pretty big dude. Um... But yeah, no, I'm keeping my eyes out for that, and make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, I said that already, threads, and um, TikTok, at Tea Time Reports, if you want to kind of get a little more context on, you know, what the episodes coming up will be about, and, you know, what we might be discussing, or covering, um, we're very active on all those accounts, so if there's anything you guys are missing from the podcast, or this uh, kind of community we're trying to build, make sure you're following us on there, and being interactive as possible. Um, but moving forward into the next topic of discussion, um, we, we all know the cities across the world, you know, they come at a cost of environmental impact of humanitarian quality of life. But in the past three years, I don't think we've ever seen major cities, at least in the United States of America, as bad as they are, um... Chicago is a giant joke uh, as a whole. Uh, the homicide there is up. <laughs> it, it's never going to stop going up, it feels like. And the same with New York, San Francisco. Homelessness, homicide, suicide, drug addiction, overall life quality, air quality in these major cities has gone down significantly. Not the homicide or suicide. Well, that's gone up, but... Overall life quality over the past three years, which all of that included, like no one wants to live in these major cities. And if you are, you're stuck there or if you, you know, you had to move there for a job. Um, and I get it. You know, my grandma, she's from Philly. She loves the city. You know, that, that you know, feeling of, okay, something's right down the street. There's so much to do. Um, the city never sleeps. That's cool, fun and dandy. But when, the, for instance, New York has more living rats than people 
I don't know how that's enticing. I don't know how that's a sell point, if you know what I mean. Like, hey, come move here to the city. Um, you can have people throw shit at you on the subway. You can get pushed in front of a subway. Or you can, uh, you know, trip over a rat or something. I don't know. I mean, it's just crazy to me that, uh, I guess, the standards of living have gone down so tremendously, you know, since COVID happened. Um, everything got worse once COVID hit. And it did. You know, I don't think we can all sugarcoat that um, or try and beat our way around it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it's, the, it's the truth. COVID set us back and it fucked up a lot of shit. Small businesses, the major cities all across the world. Um, and it's just never looking good. I mean, I, I watch uh, Tyler Oliveira on YouTube a lot and he does a lot of like street kind of documentaries and he covers the homelessness problem in California pretty well on there. And it's just it, it's just not looking good. And it doesn't look like anyone's trying to fix it. Like, there's logical steps that we can start to begin to take to eliminate some of these problems. More mental health institutions. More offers of, you know, therapy. If people need it at a young age, um, you know, to, to maybe chip away at those suicide numbers, again, mental health treatment facilities, more free, like, therapy, like, pro bono things that the government should be using this money for that they're printing, but they're not. Like, you can make people and have people live better lives if you can create tools for them to use so they don't crash out and go rob a fucking bank or a fucking liquor store. You know, maybe there's actually a program like, hey, you can start working, and this, you know, program will help you get a job. But, like, I don't hear anything about that. I don't hear that. I don't see publication or marketing for it. Instead, I just... <laughs> I, I see nothing. Like, nothing's happening. Nothing is changing for the better in a lot of these places. And they're going to be... Un, they're going to be uninhabitable. Very shortly. Like, sooner than you think. And it's just... It's not because of fucking global warming. It's not because of fucking racism. It's because people don't know how to legitimately use common sense. And also, we don't have publicly elected officials that are actually taking care of the needs of the citizens and the environment. If you are a New York politician and crime is high, what's the first thing you start doing? Like, seriously, what, like, what is the logical thing to do? Some say, oh, load up the fucking streets with cops. Me, personally, I'm going to start incentivizing first responders, like Florida did during the pandemic. Hey, move down here, you'll get a bonus check, a little sign-on, here you go. And then everyone that was already working here got a raise. The teachers did, EMTs did, cops did, everyone did. Like, why aren't these other, like, I'm not saying follow the Florida model, but Florida's <laughs> the only place in this country that really seemed to maintain a sense of normalcy other than maybe Georgia and, you know, Tennessee, but the South, you know, it, it was a free open area for you to go and do as you please. I mean, when I, during the pandemic, people weren't wearing masks out here. I mean, now and then you see some bot wearing them in the car, but I mean, it was just, it was every other, it was like every other day down here and things weren't really affected in my opinion, in places where logic and common sense were used in policy and decision-making. When DeSantis decided to 
vaccinate the elderly population first. That was the smart thing to do. It was. Keeping the schools open, letting people go out and breathe fresh air and get the sun, go to school, interact with each other, keeping their immune system strong. I mean, I don't know how you're supposed to fight a disease with a vaccination that doesn't work, doesn't doesn't keep from transmitting or receiving the disease, and sitting inside in a dark room, eating junk food, watching porn. I don't know how that's supposed to make you feel better. I don't, I don't know how that's supposed to elevate you as a human, health-wise, spirit-wise. I mean, mental health is probably at a all-time high after this pandemic. The lockdowns that people had to go through, the, the constant bullshit, you know, making sure you're up-to-date with your vaccine. Your, I don't know. People living in different places have to go through different things, obviously. But in a country like the USA, we expect free freedom and and people that we elect to use their brains and we just haven't really been seeing that as of late by any fucking means at the the federal level but luckily we have a solid administration down here in florida which will probably be ripped to pieces when desantis decides to run but i just really wanted to touch up on the massive city uh life decline like overall life quality in cities are is plummeting like, I don't know anyone that openly is like, yeah, let's move to a city. Yeah, I know a couple people that are like, yo, let's move to Tampa. Tampa's in the top 25 of the highest life qualities in the cities, in, in a city, in the planet, on the planet. Like, that, Miami and Tallahassee, I believe, are all in the top 50. Bring up Jacksonville and Orlando, and I say, you know what? There's crime everywhere, obviously, but... Do you hear stories coming out of Orlando like you do Chicago? No. No. I don't hear anything along the lines of an entire four or five block radius being con- completely taken over and literally <laughs> like segregating themselves from the country and calling them Chaz. Like, Seattle is a joke. I mean, and there's a theme. Like, there's a common pattern, and I'm not sitting here saying, oh, it's because they're cities. No, it's because they have woke agenda politicians and publicly elected officials making decisions, calling shots, creating policies that are just bullshit, that make no sense, that don't help anyone, even the groups and the people they're trying to reach the most in their speeches. They just fucking lie. And what happens when they sign that form or that new law is that it just fucks everyone in the ass. No one wins. (laughs) No one's winning out here. I mean, no one. I mean, if you are, then Godspeed. But at the end of the day, like, (laughs) no one's winning. Uncle Sam takes so much in taxes, even if you're deemed, uh, you know, in in the genre of poverty in your tax bracket, I guess you can say. I mean, it's just a joke. And the money that we give every check of our hard-earned money, where does it go? I'm going to get into that real quick. Since February of 2022, the U.S. has sent $67 billion to the Ukraine. One of the most corrupt governments on the planet. We have sent them $67 billion. I want everyone to keep that in mind. And I think the next closest country is in the 30s. Um, And I don't even think it's a country. I think it's literally the UN. 
why are we sending all this money to Ukraine? Are they just cleaning this cash? Is this a fucking laundry... Is this a laundromat? No, like, I, I'm dead ass serious. Who's... Whose pockets are we filling with my money? My money went over there. Yours did too, if you're an American citizen. And hell, if you're elsewhere in the world, I would definitely check check out and, you know, see where your fucking taxes are going. I mean, that's crazy. That is insane to me that we've sent $67 billion with a B. That's a B, folks. To Ukraine. When I was a kid, I heard nothing about Ukraine. You know, I heard about the bullshit going on in Eastern Europe. I heard about it in school. You know, that part of the world, like the Middle East, is war-torn. There will never be complete 100% peace there. What we need to do as an American government and an American populace is to stop giving a fuck. Stop giving a fuck. It is not your business. Do you like someone peeking in your window at your house? No. All we're getting is one side of this agenda and a narrative from President Zelensky, who was an actor, y'all. Like, if it's not even, if it's not out in your face enough, that should be, right? Like, he, he was an actor. And, and now we're sending billions of our, our, our citizens' dollars to the Ukraine. We have a homelessness problem. We have a drug addiction problem. We genuinely have a mental illness problem with the suicide rates and the mass shooting rates in this country. Let's get real here. That $67 billion could have been used for everything other than that. <laughs> what about, let, let, let's arm our military a little bit. Like, I would even support that. We're running out of ammo. <laughs> no one's talking about that. It's just all just a spiral, in my opinion. And like... We all lose focus, everyone, even me. We all forget about that big storyline because another one's pushed right down the fucking pipe and we got to fucking sit there and be like, okay, let me get a grasp on this. Okay, there's aliens. Okay, there's traitors in the Navy. Okay, okay. Uh, the Clintons have potentially killed over 50 people. Okay, let's, let's, okay. Well, what else is there? I mean, what, what's going to be done? I guess my question is because I, there's only so much I can do, you know? And there's only so much you can do. And I think it, it will come down to a fight of good versus evil. I think it will. I think it's I think it's brewing that way and it has been for a long time. I mean, I didn't even talk about the the genocide chance in South Africa. Don't get me wrong, the fact the, the, the treatment of um South Africans in South Africa. There's white South Africans and there's black South Africans. The treatment of the black South African population since it, the entirety of South Africa's existence has been horrid. You know, Caden knew a guy, went down there, I don't know where he went, maybe Cape Town. He said it was completely segre segregated. All the white people mainly are very wealthy, live in estate houses, and they're on like one side of the fucking tracks type shit. And then like 90% of the black population live in huts and, you know, wood houses and there's a there's a white population growing over there in the slums, but from what I saw, there was a stadium full of, in essence, black supremacists chanting, kill the white, kill the farmer, and it's like, it's crazy, because like, that's brewing there, and that's, you know, 
it's as you know, as someone in Florida, I'm a fucking 21 year old dude in Florida. I've never been to South Africa. I don't know anyone directly from South Africa. I don't know the situation in South Africa. But genocide or calling for the extermination of a race or a people because of their skin color is wrong. It is. Now, does that mean there shouldn't be an investigation or some kind of thorough breakdown of the South African government and distribution of wealth going forward? Absolutely. That's a, that's a discussion that needs to and should have been had about 50 fucking years ago. Like, fuck. I mean, the, the fact that, you know, <laughs> growing up, I, I dude, I, I went to school. There was a couple white dudes. You know, I was one of few. I, I couldn't imagine a world in segregation, yo. Like, I couldn't. You know, like, my favorite music and art <laughs> mainly comes from people that don't look like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't, I, me personally, I can't fathom wanting to legitimately erase a group of people ever, period, point blank, period. If you have a good heart and a good soul, neither should you. In fact, you should be sticking up for people that are always getting picked on. Like, bullies in general are pieces of shit. We all know that from the get-go, but sometimes they do have a purpose. They do make you stronger. But when racism and genocide are being brought into the mix here, that's fucking insane. That's crazy. That should be discussed. Something should happen. And I hope it's not violence. But it being South Africa, and they're heavily influenced by China and the USS, uh, excuse me, the Russian government and uh, Argentina those and Brazil, the very... Very, 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 like, strict, kind of nearly dictatorship-type shit countries. And they're getting influenced by their propaganda. I mean, Africa as a whole... I mean, you go into certain homes in, in Africa, any country, there's probably, you know... You'll probably find a picture of Putin, picture of Xi. And it's because they send them food, they give them military training, they give them weaponry. I mean, China has a massive, uh, like, data, like... I guess, compound in Africa. Um, and they built the uh, African intelligence like building as well. Um, and there was a story a couple of years ago where this IT guy, this young, this young African kid, you know, he's working there and he noticed every night at like 12 to 1 a.m. Um, there would be a massive data wipe and transfer to the Chinese Communist Party into their systems. So they're just stealing all their information and anything they're gathering. And it's crazy to me that, you know, the motherland, Africa, home of and, and mother of all life, you know, is treated in such a horrid way. And the people there are in disarray because of massive amounts of corruption in the governments and hate, obviously, in South Africa is brewing. And I know there's another civil war, I think, emerging in uh, Cameroon. And uh, I know... Libya is always going to be a, a certain situation where it's a mess. And then you have Egypt, which is low-key crumbling. Um, they're losing control. Uh, it's just not looking good overall anywhere. And um, the fact that this is still the best place to be is a little scary because, I mean, Americans, we have a lot less to complain about, you know, compared to people that live in, you know, 
hell, Africa, Europe, South America, where there's no AC, there's no, you know, general supermarkets, there's, you know, shitty infrastructure, corrupt governments, and the money's worth nothing. So if you are American, you got to be grateful, obviously, but at the same time, you got to take a look around the rest of the world and have perspective. You really do. You have to have perspective in this day and age, because if you don't, then you'll just seem like a square, and I refuse to ever be called square. But moving into the next topic of discussion here is the Trump versus DeSantis situation. For the Republican Party in the United States of America, it's in, sh- it's in disarray. There's no organization. There's no unity. It's a joke. And we really need Joe Biden out of there. Um, and he won't even be running in 2024. I have a weird feeling that Kamala Harris will... She'll take over. Not for long, though. Because in the Democratic Party, the only way to replace a woman of color is with another woman of color. And it's not because they have experience or the resume... But it's literally just because of the cosmetic appearance. They're trying to draw you in. Oh, wow. Wow, look at that. They think you are stupid. Watch advertisements now. Watch movies now. Watch TV shows now. They are fucking dumbed down. They think you are stupid as fuck. Open your eyes and wake up. Wake the fuck up, America. Wake the fuck up, Earth. Mother Earth's always awake, but I'm talking about the humans that reside on her. That's just crazy. But Trump versus DeSantis is a serious discussion. I personally do not believe DeSantis can top Trump in a race or any kind of marketing um, ploy. Um, But it is an important discussion to have if DeSantis does actually make the primary and he does become the Republican candidate for the presidential um, race, if you will, I would vote for him. I really would. I think he's smart. He's for the people. His policies and his laws show that. And I think if you lived in Florida these past five years, six years, you would see why he should be president. He's a great manager, a business type of guy, knows what he's doing, family first. I really hope that he's able to win. But I just don't think anyone... And the Republican Party can top Trump. Trump is a iconic figure. He was the most slept-on presidential candidate of all time, and he fucking won. Like, he beat Hillary Clinton. That's amazing. Um, he does what he says. He's not a guy that... He's not Biden, where he's going to say, I'm going to cure cancer, and then go eat ice cream. You know? Trump will actually enact and act on his word And I appreciate that because there was no bullshit or no extra shit with Trump. It's, you know, here, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this, and get it done. And it happened. Um, But no, that's going to be an interesting conversation going forward, especially going into 2024. Um, Especially with Trump and his indictments and stuff. Will DeSantis be strong enough as a a poll leader or as a political leader to take on the establishment on his own? I'm not sure. I would hope so. But the national media has smeared him the past couple years, especially how he handled COVID, even though if you ask any Floridian citizen, they would say, yeah, this has been fantastic. You know, we've all been able to live our lives without any restriction from the state, without any overlord type shit. No one's looking over my shoulder. 
you know, and that's all you can really ask for with the governor. The road's nice, the library's clean, the school's okay, are our hospitals clean, are we getting more hospitals, are we getting more and more, you know, public assistant buildings, and, you know, are legitimate numbers looking better? Is crime down? Is homelessness down? Is suicide down? Like, are, are job opportunities up? And I think across the board, DeSantis has slammed, uh, slam-dunked this government tenure. Uh, so I hope if he does, you know, run for president, you know, he wins. Because I don't want him to resign as governor for nothing. But uh, I guess the last topic of discussion that I will go over here, um, I guess briefly, if I will, here, because uh, I can go in depth on this. I want everyone to go look up a video of Joe Biden in 2009, 2010, and then watch a video of him now. This is a theory that's out there, or a conspiracy theory that's out there, and I actually fucking believe it. I'm not even going to lie to you. I straight up believe this quote-unquote conspiracy theory, the skin mask theory. And it's the theory of people of power, high influence, celebrity status, sometimes aren't really them. They have so much going on, or maybe they potentially passed away or became unuseful to the conglomerate, the corporation, and now they just have perfect skin masks to put over actors that have perfected their mannerisms, as well as potentially some kind of voice modulation system. And I genuinely believe that (laughs) Joe Biden is not Joe Biden. There's videos out there of him, like, itching his neck and, like, He'll push up on his skin, on his neck, and his skin will literally stay there. Like, there's no gravity at all. I mean, just look at the wrinkles on his forehead, too. It's not real. It's not real. Like, it it just isn't. And then you have, like, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Like, dude, I've seen videos of them, and they look like straight animatronics. So, like, those types of, you know... Things really get to me because it's like, I could see that happening. And then you look at, like, things like Kevin Hart's car crash, bro. Like, I looked at that car picture, bro, after... He didn't live that, bro. I hate to say that. He said multiple times on Ellen that he would... uh, That he's cloned, like, just blatantly. But, like, years ago, he was asked, would he ever wear a dress for, like, a skit or, like, a, a movie? And he... Straight off rip said no. Like, there's a line that I will not cross. Every person has a line. And my line is to never, like, act like that. And, you know, what happened a couple weeks ago, if not a month ago, on SNL, he came out in the dress, like, <laughs> like, that was weird. Like, that was weird, bro. And then, like, he's literally everywhere. Like, he's literally everywhere. Like, he's on the fucking fantasy football ads, he's at the halftime show, he's at that soccer game, he's doing a fucking movie. He is literally everywhere. So, like, shit's like that, like, I just don't know, I, maybe I do know, I go with my gut on that type of things. I'm just like, yeah, no, this is, this isn't real. Like, this is fake, this is a farce, this is not reality. And that's kind of just what I wanted to kind of end the episode on. I don't know if you guys have those opinions or those thoughts in your head as well, but... Um, make sure you are following us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, uh, threads, and TikTok at Tea Time Reports. And you can email us as well. Uh, that email is in the bio of the podcast as well as most of the social media biogra- uh, biographies. Excuse me. Um, 
But overall, if you want to stay more in tune with the show and all of us, make sure you're following us on there. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Turn Up the News with Tea Time. And I really hope you guys are enjoying this uh, little sub-series. I, I really enjoy doing these episodes because I can talk about real implication type shit like real like get down to the nitty-gritty you know let's have a let's have an open conversation you know i don't want to hold anything back because that's not what this show and this podcast is it needs to be real authentic no filter because people out there don't like filters people don't like you know you know maybe they do because that bobby whatever her fucking name is she got drake on her podcast and episode three which is demoralizing but <laughs> you know, it it, uh, it just shows that even in the podcast industry, there's going to be plants, and it's crazy. So we really hope that we're coming across as, you know, one of those podcasts you can not only trust, enjoy, but straight up, you know, know that we're real. We're real human beings. We're not bots. We're not NPCs. We're not reptilian people. We're not skinwalkers. We're not wearing skin masks. We have a soul. We have spirits. We're actually free-thinking individuals. And, you know, this podcast is low-key the artwork of that. You know, the illustration of that. The community-building process is it's tough. It really is, you know, growing a following. But, you know, it takes time. And that's something that, you know, right now we have a little bit of. So, with that being said, this is Trevor. Um, this is Turn Up the News with Tea Time Reports. Signing off. Take care. Peace.